Christmas time is upon us and chances are you have some sort of digital thing that you're giving your kid or that your kid is going to receive this Christmas season. Am I right? My guess is I'm right. I know it will be for my kids. And so today I want to talk about three of my top survival tips as you enter the digital frontier this holiday season and beyond. Stay tuned. Welcome to your source for tips, tools, and support to help you be that mom that is tuned in and proactive for yourself, your family, and for the wild ride of raising kids in this digital age. Inspired by a mother's love with a relatable, real life, proud to be that mom flair. This is the Be That Mom Movement with your host, Dolly Denson. Hey friends, did you hear? There is an app that will transform the safety of your kid's smartphone and technology use. It is my favorite way to sleep easy at night and have peace of mind because it is monitoring my kid's activity online without me being in their business. It is the Bark app. And yes, bark like a dog, bark, bark, bark. It tells you when there's something that you need to be concerned about. Starting at a small fee each month, you can protect your whole family across all devices. Get connected with Bark today. Use code BeThatMom for 20% off your subscription for life and get a seven-day free trial to check it out. So before I get started on today's topic, I have to say something that I needed to say a couple of episodes ago. Like, holy cow, I am going on two years of having this podcast. I launched it March of 2020, days before the big lockdown around the world and all of the things that have come to be since then. It has been a lifeline for me in kind of like a mega storm that I had in my own life trying to figure out all these digital things that happened about six months prior to launching the podcast. Really longer than that, but that was when things really came to a head. And it's amazing to me as I am recording this episode, it is likely going to be episode 91. So I'm going on 100 episodes and that's typically about one episode a week. For a while there, I was doing two episodes on some weeks, but I just couldn't keep up that pace. So I've been doing one episode. I know other podcasts that launched around the time I did, like shot off to the moon and had mega growth. And mine has been more slow and steady, but it, it is what it is. It's been a place for me to come and pay forward some of the struggle that I had as I tried to figure this out and also to pay forward what I see going on in the digital world and what I know being a mom that has kids that are kind of on the other side of those years that are so very critical for their development and the fact that I kind of took the hard road on all of that. (laughs) Like I seriously, seriously did. And you've heard me say it before, but it's like my kids, I think, as all of us, when we have struggles, when we have hard times, that ultimately, if we can see them as a gift and as a place that we are being challenged, 
into creating something from that struggle, that it's not an all for naught thing. And so the fact that I took the hard road just because I was that first generation of parents as smartphones emerged and all of the things came to be, the fact that I can pay this forward is a place for me to help with my healing and a place for me to give myself grace and forgiveness, knowing that it wasn't all for naught. And I know it isn't all for naught, but you know, it's just one of those things as a mother where we have guilt and it's hard to move past some things that we may have done more out of ignorance than anything else, but we wish we could get a do-over on. And this is one thing that I have wished many times that I could get a do-over on, but at the same time, I wouldn't be sitting here today talking to you if it wasn't for all that I went through when I did. So holy cow, 91 episodes. That is so amazing. It's sometimes I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. And then I just start looking through things and I see parents that are struggling and are in a place like I was. And it, you know, the topics come and they kind of like roll with the times and the tides and the things that evolve. And I do think that this digital world is just ever evolving and changing and it's one of the most important things that we can do is get a handle on this so that we can help guide our kids and so that it's not someone else that's out there influencing our kids and molding them into the person that they're going to be while we unknowingly gave them these digital things and didn't realize that the impact that they would have so Thank you so much for being here and for listening. If you are someone who has listened since the beginning of my podcast, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. Your support has been amazing and I truly do come to this each time I sit down to record and truly try to think through the things that are being talked about and the things that are out there and to come at it from a perspective of how I have seen my kids evolve through the times. So I hope you find this helpful and you'll continue to keep coming back. So let's talk about three top survival tips that I have come up with for this digital frontier of this holiday season. These are things that I truly, truly take to heart and I'm using for my own family. And so I hope that you will utilize these in whatever way, shape, and form they are helpful for you. Okay, so if you're still shopping, these things are going to be helpful for you too. So my number one survival tip is to keep some things dumb. What does that mean? That means don't make them all something that is smart and interconnected and going to connect them to the outside world. So the first survival tip is to keep some things dumb. Do you know what I mean? Like not everything has to be interconnected. Not everything has to have an internet connection, a Wi-Fi connection, be able to connect to all the friends, be able to look up the internet on the internet, be able to tell you what the weather is, be able to tell you what packages were delivered to your house today, be able to be your alarm clock, be able to be your everything. Like we don't need everything to be interconnected and I don't know about you, but I am frankly a little bit terrified with how interconnected things are, such as a post I saw the other day where it was a kid that was tweeting 
from their refrigerator because the parents had taken all of the electronics away and they were trying to get word out to the world that they had no electronics, that they couldn't tweet, and that they were tweeting through the smart refrigerator that they had. Like I know there's a time and a place for things to be connected and that it's a wonderful thing in several instances, but in the hands of our kids, not everything needs to be connected. So let's keep some things dumb that they get, okay? So if you're listening to this before Christmas or before a birthday, keep some things dumb. Look for some toys and different things that don't have an internet connection and aren't connected to all the things, okay? I hope that made you chuckle. It made me laugh when I was writing it. <laughs> okay, so number two, keep the big picture in mind. And now this is kind of one of those things where I want you to think about like before giving a gift, think about it in terms of this is a gift that I'm giving you, but if you can't handle it, then I'm taking it back, that type of thing. So what I mean by this, there's three things that I'm talking about when I talk about keeping the big picture in mind. Anytime that you give any of the digital things, how they interact with it while respecting the boundaries that you were putting in place, whatever those may be, is going to determine how you proceed in the future. So if you give a Gab watch or a TikTok watch or a Gab phone or a pinwheel phone, you know, all of the different things, if you give a smartphone, if you put Bark on a smartphone and you find they've disabled it, whatever it is, that's digital, even if it's something simple as a gaming console or, you know, some other digital thing that you've given, a handheld digital device, and you find that they are breaking your rules, your boundaries, or whatever it is that you are setting in place, then that's where you need to rethink what's going on. So that's number two tip under this one is if you get pushback, that means you push back because you are the parent. Okay, so look at the big picture of when you're getting pushback. What is it that is causing that pushback? Is it the draw and the addiction of the digital thing that they are doing? Is it just them not being able to handle the influence of that thing? Is it that maybe you need to relook at how you have it set up for them to play that to where it's, it's more clear when the time is up for that? Look at the big picture with that. Pushback means you push back as the parent and figure out what is going on there and why you're getting pushback. And then my third tip under this category is to balance the non-digital things with the digital things. You have to find a balance for that. If you have any kiddos that have been in the gaming world or had like interaction with digital things for a prolonged period of time and you notice that there are attitude issues, there are, you know, just something going on where they are are not doing their normal things. They've lost interest in extracurricular activities. Their personality seems different. They are constantly wanting to get done with it, with whatever family thing you're doing so they can get back to their game. All of those things are clues. Like I said in one of my previous episodes in the last couple of weeks, all of those are like a, what I want to call it, like a, a shout out, a cry for help. They are trying to tell you that they are not handling the digital influence well. And so it's important to balance the non-digital things, the things that don't have that immediate dopamine release, that immediate reward center being stimulated in their minds 
when they're playing them, it's important for you to balance those things. So set up boundaries in place to where they are not only doing digital things and that they do have to do non-digital things in the world too, okay? So those are the three things that I recommend in terms of keeping the big picture in mind. Now my third survival tip for the digital frontier this holiday season is preserve their I am enough view of the world. If you've listened to some of my episodes, you know what I'm talking about. But like I have said many times before, when we give them the digital things, when they learn about different things that are out there combined with their normal curiosity, their normal hormonal changes, their normal development through puberty, when we give them this vehicle to where they can compare themselves to others, where they can go down rabbit holes of comparison and of learning new things of curiosity that they start to think they are not enough and when this is at an influential age this creates a imprint on their mind on their self-esteem to where they are not enough because they are comparing themselves to other things. So what I recommend that you do, and I have three tips under this category too, is to have an open conversation about comparison. So if you are going to give them that smartphone or something to where they have access to other things out in the world, have an open conversation about comparison and how pictures can be edited and filters can be used and social media is a highlight reel and it's not the real world is not reflective of people's entire lives and likes and comments and things on their posts do not equate to their self-worth and how you know how valuable they are in the world and you know all of the things that surround that the second tip under this category is to keep a close tie on social media if you are giving a smartphone or giving them access to social media have a very very close eye on that and what they are doing on there, I would highly, highly, highly recommend delaying that as much as you can, and then keeping a really close tie to them and what is going on, what they're seeing, what they're doing, who they're interacting with. Some of this is a black hole that you will not be able to control completely. So just be aware of that and be willing to do the work. If you're going to allow these things, be willing to keep that conversation open. If it's a younger kiddo, I of course don't recommend it. I made all the mistakes with this, but if you can have them have their login on your phone for certain apps, like some of them don't allow you to have more than one phone logged in, but other ones do have their login and go through their information, go through their messages, go through all of their things and have guidelines for if they post, when they post and those types of things. And then my final tip for this is get your hands on my Be That Mom method course when I get it published. In it, I have a roadmap and I have tools for you as this journey evolves for you in this digital frontier that I'm talking about. As it evolves, this method that I have set up is going to help you to evaluate new devices, new games, 
all of the things and it's going to give you different tools to help you with navigating this with your kid okay so let's go back and recap because i kind of blurred some of those together i think to where i wasn't real clear about what i was saying so top three tips are to keep some things dumb keep that big picture in mind and then preserve their i am enough view of the world if you are allowing them to have outside access to the world through various things and outside interaction with friends and other people out in the world. Okay, so with the keep some things dumb, not everything has to be connected and, you know, so interconnected to the world under keep that big picture in mind. Think about how they interact with their digital things and respecting your boundaries. Push back means you push back as the parent, not meaning that you fight with them, not meaning that you start from a place of being suspicious or having all these restrictions in place. But what I mean is be aware that when you get pushed back, that means something. And so I encourage you to dig deeper and figure out what's going on there. And then balancing with non-digital things so they are doing some things that are not stimulating their mind digital digital I can't talk oh digitality okay not being stimulated with the digital things let's just change the word altogether maybe that wasn't even a word and that's why I can't say it and then the preserving the I am enough is just opening up, up that conversation about comparison and keeping a close watch on social media and grabbing my be that mom movement method course when I get that up and running and I, my apologies for talking about that forever in a day and not having it out yet but it is what it is life keeps getting in the way and I promise you it's going to be amazing once you get your hands on it okay all right so I hope that you grasp these survival tips that can use them in this digital frontier the digital things are not going away and I think they can be fun and they can be productive and all of that if we just have some of these guidelines in mind all right thanks so much for tuning in if I don't get into your ears in the next couple of weeks have a merry Christmas and a happy holiday season with your family if you do celebrate that I hope that you find peace and joy and love in all the things that you're hoping for through this season all right thanks so much for listening thanks for tuning in being that mom isn't easy but together we can be that mom strong don't forget to leave a review connect on social and join dolly's free community till next time Hey there, before you go, I want to just give you a heads up on something. When things have been hardest in my role as a mom, the thing that was so very helpful for me was having a routine to take care of myself each day. I know that this whole thing around raising kids in a digital world is so very overwhelming, but if you have a place where you are taking care of yourself every single day with a simple routine that works despite where you are or what your schedule is, you will be able to be more present for your family and handle all of the ups and downs of this most amazing role that we could ever play in this world. So connect with me and let's get you connected to fitness and nutrition tools made by experts that will help you simplify this and then connect you with my fit club community that will support you, guide you, and give you momentum and motivation to show up every day, take care of yourself first so that you could be better present for our digital native kids.